going on guys welcome to the out crowd podcast episode number six everyone always told us our opinions didn't matter as it turns out they were right what's up i'm zach zach i'm colton or schmulty and uh this was a busy week indeed it was i feel like there's a lot to talk about in the entertainment yes which is spicy a couple science stories they're always fun zach what do you got so, to start us off, i got a couple little news stories. One of them is kind of a Debbie Downer. Uh-oh. Start with that. Um, so, Zack Snyder, which we've talked about on podcast and off, I think. Or maybe... Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know that it was on podcast. Or maybe it was one of our practice runs back in the day. But um, to summarize... No I'm, well, I'm not a huge, not a huge fan of where he goes in the direction of some of these movies, but that's a whole... That'll be like a whole 30-minute conversation <laughs> if I get into it, so... But the bad news with him, or this kind of sad news, is I saw a story that was he was he was leaving the Justice League movie. It's at the end, so they don't have a lot left to do. But um, she's not going to finish it. Well, he's stepping down, and so I was really intrigued because I was like, "Why?" You know, because yeah. Ben Affleck stepped down as director of Batman, and a lot of people think it's just because DC, the people behind it, are really controlling, and that's the reason why Suicide uh-huh. Squad didn't turn out fantastic. But I was reading into it, and actually because. Snyder is leaving the movie at the, towards its end because his um his daughter committed suicide. Whoa! I think it was um it was a little bit like kind of a little while back, and he he figured coming back to work would kind of you know help him through and get him back into a routine. But after a while, him and his wife, who his wife is also a producer on Justice League, I think they're both kind of going home because they've got other kids, and so they're going home to make sure they're with their kids and this in a terrible time. Um, the interesting thing that comes from this, aside from the bad news, is is that the person stepping in to finish up the last couple, just like the last couple shoots, you know, like uh, if there's a piece that they want to redo or if there's like an added scene that they want to get into it, uh, the person coming into it is Joss Whedon, which oh. is the person who did The Avengers. Yeah. And uh, he's also the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait. So he's stepping down and Whedon's taken over for the last... I mean, it's, it's just going to be a couple scenes here and there, and then he'll probably be there for post production. Yeah. So, but I mean, they got a good person to take over because the Avengers sucks, did well. Man. How old was she? She was in college, I think. Oh, she was a adult? writer. She she did a lot of writing in college. Yeah. So, fuck, it's pretty rough. I try to be the jokes guy, and I can't really think of anything. No, there's <laughs> not, not a lot of jokes that come out of that. <laughs> Funny about something like that. Um, but on lighter side, okay. Yeah. This is this is pretty interesting, right? So. Netflix sends out this tweet. It says, Hey, oh. Ellen, the last time you did a comedy special was 15 years ago. How about we give it a run? And Ellen DeGeneres tweets back, Let me think about it. Okay. Yeah. Ha- yeah. I saw, <laughs> that, awesome. I, I, I saw that now that, now that you said that. I'm super excited. Man. Hey, that's 15 cool. years, and now apparently it's in the works for her to put out a comedy special yeah. on Netflix. Hell yeah. Ellen's the shit, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm excited for that. She's funny because she, she always jokes about how... Back when she was like just a comedian trying to make it, she went to the people, and now that she's made it, people come to her. Yeah, she's like, and right. she'd always joke about never, you know, doing a stand up again. That's kind of uh-huh. why she had her show. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I think it. Like, I'm excited. The thing is, is people don't know if Netflix tweeting that to her was part of like a. Publicity uh, type thing? Yeah, promotion type thing, because mm-hmm. she, she was like instantly, she tweeted back, like, okay, I'm in. So maybe right. they were yeah, already so in the works. Were... Probably. Oh. Or either that or Ellen was just like, 
All right. Yeah. I'm sure it was already in the works, probably. Because that, that's the thing with Netflix. I mean, Netflix has the... They have comedy down right now. All the big yeah, people that are dude. doing comedy, is it's a Netflix original. If you so. get a Netflix special, you're pretty much made it, I think, yeah. as a comedian. Well, you're, you're fucking they angry. have that, or they're kind of giving them out to anybody? I don't know. Because most of the shit I see on Netflix is pretty fucking solid. Say yeah. Amy, Amy Schumer and like maybe one or two others, but... Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is Amy Schumer is pretty high in the well, yeah. stand-up. Yeah, right? But I'm not, saying it's nobody. good, though. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I just feel like they're putting out a lot of comedy specials right now. and Well, they have a lot of comedy on there, but the ones that are like Netflix originals are yeah. are normally really good. Mm. And they've pretty much got it sealed up. Anyone who's anybody pretty much just does Netflix. Speaking of, yeah. Bill Burr's new shit was a little subpar it was i felt like i i'm i've been wa- uh, watching his stand-up listening to his podcast for years yeah and i mean he always has me holding my side but this last one yeah it, i don't know it was i giggled you it know? had its moments it has i still love but... bill burr but i feel like just maybe because his my standards for him are so high maybe, maybe. <laughs> it just kind of but it's it's doing really well like well, people love it it has you know, five good. stars on netflix and but yeah, that was my thought too. It was like, come on, man, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't the laugh only as hard thing, as I normally do. The only thing that the only stand-up special that let me down more than Bill Burr was Kevin Hart. Yeah, I barely laughed once. I couldn't even finish it. I had like forty minutes in, and the first twenty is like a little skit. I just turned it off. Like that mm-hmm. was not funny. It wasn't I mean, funny stuff. Haven't even watched that one yet. Dumb. I think it's hard. Once once you're that big, every joke you try to like crowdsource is gonna get a laugh because you're a fucking huge star and people want you to like them. That's true, but do you think this was the peak? Do you think this is the peak? Of Kevin Hart? Like, yeah, this is the one that came out and people realized, oh, he's not that funny, so maybe he's on the I think let, now? I think Let Me Explain was, like, his peak. I think that's when he hit the top. Oh, okay, you're right. That's what I meant. Like, this is the one that's showing us he's on the decline. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. That would suck. Because that was one of the worst stand-up special like the worst stand-up special is still funny but i mean that was one of the worst stand-up specials i've ever seen and i've seen a lot Mm -hmm. and i mean yeah there was a lot of hype behind it he filled a football stadium you know he set a a world record that wasn't no small thing but it was garbage (laughs) yeah i don't know i think part of it is just trying to get something out and then also it's hard to gauge whether you're actually funny anymore yeah once you're at that point i feel like you're you're very you probably nailed it everybody's gonna laugh yeah we've talked about it before in our last one where we talked about stand-up comedians and it's like you know either at a certain point they start doing jokes that they think they just want to do so they kind of branch off and do their own thing you know and they just want to do the jokes they want to do or it's they get so high up there that maybe they don't have the time to write like they did before or maybe they don't have the same writers because a lot of people work with writers Mm. and uh, i think also a lot of it for him is i think he's always busy I think less than than you think work with writers. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I think once you get as big as maybe Kevin Hart, you you might have writers, but like kind of work with to bounce I'm their sure jokes they, off yeah. of. Yeah, I'm sure they bounce it off people. But he's super busy right now. I mean, he's been in a different movie or two different movies each year so far. Or quantity. He's doing the same thing that uh, who was it like Chris Rock? Maybe it wasn't him. It was one of those guys that like he had a lot of comedy specials, really popular, and then he started doing like every movie he could. Like, Maybe it was Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, that's who I was. Yeah. Like, he was in every single yeah. movie he could, and it was just like to the point where everything just went downhill. His comedy, his movies, 
It's just like he throws that did too much. Yeah, just putting himself in too much, and it's like spreading yourself too thin. It's a yeah. way. It's a way to make a lot of money really fast. Yeah, but you're not going to keep the standards up <laughs> yeah. for yourself. Uh, I feel like, um, I mean, never mind. Because I was going to say the Rock's really busy. He's not a comedian. No, but the Rock's in like fucking seven, eight movies a year, man. Yeah, but he is a movie star, though. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it didn't fit. I, I just, he came to mind when you said people who are doing a ton. But all of his stuff is really good. Like, I really want to see the Baywatch movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really want to see that. I'm really annoyed because on Netflix right now, if you click a video, you're pretty much guaranteed to see a trailer for it. Oh, really? It pisses me off. So I have to mute the TV <laughs> and wait for it to pass because I'm, I hate watching trailers, especially when it's over and over and over. Yeah, and then the same one. you think you've seen. Do you seen... mean YouTube? Yeah, did you mean YouTube? Or YouTube, you oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, you think you've seen it, and then, like, you're like, okay, I've seen this one already, and then the third video you click, it's a new trailer, so it gives away, like, 15 more yeah. spots. <laughs> I, I All the jokes it. are going to be dead by the time the movie fucking Yeah, comes I like out. to watch a trailer that's a teaser, and I'm like, I'm interested, I want to see it. I don't want to see 15 different different types of trailers that show 10 different jokes over and over until they kill it, and then I see the movie, I'm like, oh, I've seen that part. Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen that yeah. part. Oh, I've seen that part. Yeah, well, I, I think that's what we need to go see, though. I'm actually surprised The Rock wasn't um, Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, that would have been a good role. Was that, part, was that like, in the works? No, but if offered? you put, you know, you, you see Drax, and he's just a big, huge meathead who has funny lines. When you, if you think <laughs> of that, you think of The Rock. I think The Rock has too much personality. Yeah, but he can play, he can play a lot. And I well, think, yeah, but... I mean, if you're building this movie, tell me he's not the first one you think of. If you would have just described him to me, I could see that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the way you describe him, I mean, just a big, huge, muscly guy, and he has, like, one-liners. I could mm. see that going to The Rock very easily. I think part of it was because he was busy, and maybe maybe they saw that, and they're like, we don't want to do that. Because, I mean, the guy they chose, Batista, he's a freaking WWE star. Yeah, he did good. And he's good, he's yeah. He's perfect, man, yeah. Yeah, he does really good, but yeah. he's just like a nobody, which is kind of it's kind of nice to see someone go not the direction you'd think. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. So do you guys remember, I think it was in 2009, the uh, Kepler telescope saw this super, they think they saw like the super mega structure is what they called it. You guys, is that ringing a bell? Well, they no. first saw it in 2009, and we're just kind of... Uh, that was, like, now. blocking a star? Yeah. It was yes, blocking I do star remember light. that. Yeah, but, like, it's just barely coming to, like... Scientists are barely saying, okay, we've ruled out everything. We have no idea what it is. Right. I watched this video, and I should have wrote down the scientist's name. He's a really famous one, but... Um, and it's... Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> a little less famous than Einstein. <laughs> but... Um, so he said, normally when you're looking at a star from from really far away, if something goes in between the starlight and the telescope, it, maximum it blocks out 1% of the starlight. So, not much. I mean, it's measurable, but that, that's, that's like if a huge planet goes in front of that star, the starlight is only blocked by 1%. So, in 2009... 23% of the starlight was blocked. And they're like, whoa. Is this the star that, like, disappeared? 
Yeah, well, it, did, it disappeared. Well, 20, no, twenty-three percent like, of the starlight. They were was blocked. looking at it, and it seemed like it disappeared, yeah. and then it just barely. Okay, so I did see the yeah. the ad for the or the the news for this. Yeah. I just didn't click on it. But the the thing that is so interesting about it is the smartest people in the world are saying, "Yeah, it could be an alien. It could be an alien <laughs> superstructure." Super the like smartest harvesting people, the energy. Yeah. Of the... So what they do is they build a Dyson sphere. Uh-huh. What it's called, and so we are a, we're classified as a. Um, type zero civilization which means we get our energy from few um, from oil and coal and we're starting to get solar and stuff like that but like a, t- and a type one would be harvesting 100 percent of the energy from your closest star so that means if we didn't burn any coal or use any natural resources on the earth the only thing that we used was energy from our closest star that hits the earth that's the only way we get our energy that's a type one civilization a type two is a civilization that's smart enough to build a what's called a Dyson sphere around your closest star and harvest 100 percent of the energy of that star. So Type One oh, harvests one hundred percent of the energy that hits your planet, and a Type Two harvests one hundred percent of the energy from that star. Period. So the like I said, the smartest people in the world are saying, "Yeah, this could be a Type Two civilization harvesting the energy of a star." Jesus. Mm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, remember, I, don't, I don't know how far away it was. It was, it was far. It was pretty far, yeah. It was far. I remember when they were confused by the fact that the stars just seemed to like vanish. Yeah. And they were like, we have no idea what just happened. Well, yeah, they said at, at maximum, uh, 1% of the starlight's blocked. At maximum they've ever seen before is 1%. That's nothing. Then 23? It's got to be something fucking big. They said the structure could be as big as um, Jupiter. Jesus. As big as our Jupiter, yeah. That's big. That's a big structure. It's aliens, bro. Some smart aliens. Aliens. So it's confirmed then, that's aliens for sure. (laughs) 100%. It's a widely believed fact that aliens were at the Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) That was a fucking epic South Park. It was a South Park episode where they were making fun of the History Channel for... Ancient aliens. So much ancient aliens shit on a History Channel. Oh, so... It's a a classy episode, just watch it. Yeah. But I want it to be aliens. That'd be cool. And then, so the, the, the woman interviewing the scientist was like... So why haven't they made contact? If we can see this from them, there's no reason to believe that they can't see us. And then he he says, he gives an analogy that's been given before, but I love it every time it's given. He's like, when you're driving down the highway and you see an anthill, do you go talk to the ants and say, <laughs> hey, what, what what can I do for you? Yeah. He's like, no, you just drive by the anthill and let them be. You don't say, you know, bring us to your leader so we can explain how to better harvest energy and food to further right. you no you just let them be well the and other like oh the other thing is, is like <laughs> help, us. Sad. help us we, <laughs> we witnessed them supposedly blocking out a star or harnessing a star what have we done to show people we're here all we've done is send up tiny little rockets and we've touched one planet with well, a tiny rover i don't think we do enough to be like oh hey well we've touched two planets well we send out radio waves though yeah, like, so we've sent out an episode we of have the simpsons like a, yeah. Like, we just flew up the, the, what was that thing that flew by Pluto? Gave us the first pictures of Pluto, like, this last year. Uh, some kind of, some yeah, kind of. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Some but... kind of camera we shot out. But yeah, I mean, we're n- nothing. Yeah. I mean, we're so unadvanced when you're talking about things like that. But 
it just mm. I wanna I wanna be around when shit gets crazy, man. You know, yeah. I wanna be around right. when when uh, you know it takes three weeks to I don't know visit Mars. Yeah, Fuck, you man. know that'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Interesting, man. Mm-hmm. So did you, did you guys see? Zach, I know you don't like. I know you don't love trailers. I know you don't watch them a whole lot. I watched it for Game of Thrones. You watched the Game of Thrones trailer? Yeah, and I'm really glad because oh it man, literally shows you like nothing of huge. Nothing importance. that you didn't really know by the end of season yeah. six or five. Yeah, no, no six. six. Yeah, oh, we right. six. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I watched the trailer and yeah, it was a good trailer. I mean. It didn't show you a whole lot. Oh, I'm so excited. It didn't show you, like, the sacking of King's Landing or anything like that. No, but it did show Casterly Rock, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, you know, Daenerys lands at at, um, Dragonstone Dragonstone now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can see the Unsullied attacking Lannisters, and it's not King's Landing. So, Casterly Rock is the only logical conclusion. But still, that's pretty fucking small in the grand scheme of shit that's about to go down. I'm not sad. Dude, yeah. when I saw that, I was totally surprised. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting a trailer or anything like that. It just came up on my Twitter feed, and I was just like, uh, I, I couldn't contain it, man. I love that show so much. That's that show is so brilliantly done. Yeah, it's excellent, man. Oh man, the only thing no better that, TV, in my opinion. Yeah. The only thing I don't want to see like pushed to the edge and played out like really hard is the whole um, Littlefinger getting to Sansa. Yeah, I don't want to see him getting to her and her, you know, deciding John doesn't deserve to have this and well, yeah. putting them against each other, which I think is completely stupid because she is the true heir of um, Winterfell. Winterfell, and she should be the one who rules it. I don't think John necessarily wants to. I don't think he wants I, to. I think he quite obviously doesn't want to. Which yeah, is he's from like, the beginning not. I don't understand why they're trying to throw this because even in the trailer it was in there, and I'm like, this is so stupid because. He's a he's a male who's going to try and lead the war. She should just be like, okay. And then when it, if it's all over and everybody survives, that's when John, I'd imagine, would be like, this is yours. Well, you would you essentially turn the North into its own country. So you can set your own rules. You know, it doesn't have to be ruled by a man. Yeah. So if Sansa wants to be queen, like, you know, C- Cersei and King's Land, she could fucking do it, man. Yeah, like, well, I just, I don't think the show needs another confrontation. Between, that, that's why, especially between the Starks. Yeah, like they don't, they don't need that. Like they've already enough, got. There's enough going wrong. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> just leave it alone. Give us a win, man. Let let the the two remaining Starks or one, three. There's three. There's, well, but they don't know that. My favorite character character is Arya. I'm so I love her story arc of being this wimpy little girl to assassin, slicing necks and taking names, man. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But I mean, they don't know she's alive. But like, just let let the North give them a win. Yeah, just give them a win. Well, they're... they don't even have to do that. Like, they can just, you know, she can be a kind of annoyed, and then that'd be it. Like, yeah, they don't have to blow it up into this huge thing where all of a sudden she's gonna be like, "No, this is mine. John doesn't deserve it," and that kind of shit. Because it's she should be smarter than that. After everything that's happened, she should just be smarter than that and be like. Obviously, John is just doing this for our family. Yeah. It's not like he's doing it for him. You know, he's not out to get her. He's not out to get you know the land. Well, and now Bran. I think it's. I think it's less about manipulating Sansa and more about Peter just trying to get his way, Baelish. But like, there's a scene in the trailer that if you didn't catch it, there's like John. John's like getting hella, hella pissed at Littlefinger, and it's in the crypt where Lyanna is. 
So a lot of people are speculating like he's going to say some shit signifying that that's his mom and not, you know, like some random whore. And then maybe like Bran comes and confirms it. Something like that. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure John's going to find out um, from Littlefinger. I think he's, if anyone knows besides Brandon, it's going to be Littlefinger. For sure. He's just that guy that just fucking knows everything. Yeah. So he's, I think he's going to be like, you need to go get King's Landing, and I'm going to take your sister and, and rule Winterfell. I can't wait for Littlefinger to die. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the smartest character on that show. Right, but I don't like him. Yeah, yeah I don't really I mean, like if you either, if but... you know a lot about him, like, I don't know how, you know, you guys listening, I don't know how much you've looked into it. We've looked into it a shitload. Yeah. And so if you really look into it, um, Cersei uh, wasn't the one that poisoned John. What? The John Aaron? Yeah, he. Yeah. She didn't poison him. It was Littlefinger. It was uh, Littlefinger. It was po- what's her name? It was Little fi- that fuck like like the Queen of the Vale. She did uh, it for yeah. Littlefinger. Remember? Yeah. So it was like that was revealed in the show. Like yeah, he, that was on the show. He he started this whole plan of poisoning him because he knew that John would go to Ned, and that was his whole plan was to get Ned there, get Ned killed, and then be there for Callan. I mean, he obviously didn't foresee a lot of the other things that were going to happen. But, I mean, he is the ultimate planner. And so he, it, it, it all comes he's down... He's playing quite the long game. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. is like He's really smart, but everything that's happened that's bad is basically his fault. And so I just want to see... I don't care if it's Arya, or I think it'd be cool if it was Sansa, because she yeah. could finally be like, fuck you, and yeah. stab him. Or even Jon. I just want to see him die. Uh, yeah. You might see that, you might not. You never know. Because, I mean, game of <laughs> if, if, if Bran is the three-eyed raven... He's got to be able to I figure shit out about. Well, I mean, like if he's able to use it, yeah, you know, and use it in the right way. If he he can find out that it was Littlefinger the entire time, and that way Peter is fucked, and they can just kill him. Yeah, because I want. I hope him he's die. not a trump card. I hope Brandon's not just like a figure out every plot point. No, but it would be nice for him to be like, "You're the reason my parents are dead." Well, he's gonna be in it somehow, I'm sure. But I think I, he's the key to everything. I don't think he's he'll be necessarily be a trump card. But I feel like Bran's gonna be the one to either give the tools to kill the White Walkers in the end, or Bran yeah. plays an important part. I don't know what. Or right, yeah, like, sure. Yeah, he's. I think he's gonna be the key to everything. The thing that I'm really excited to see is I want to see Daenerys and Jon meet. I think that's definitely that's gonna going be to happen. A fantastic. That's episode. gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's, that's what I really want to see, because especially if, like, who knows whether John will know who he is at that point or not. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to see those two meet, because she's so powerful, and John's kind of just pushed into it, but they want the same thing, so it'll be interesting to see them just be like, you want to go take the King's Landing? <laughs> Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Daenerys is like, I'm going to be the queen. John's like, that's chill with me. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't fucking care. Just gonna get a lot I of just want to kill everybody. You know? yeah. <laughs> I just want revenge from my family, so you can do whatever the hell you want. Uh, yeah. if, of everything that we've said, I, the thing that I want the most is I want um, Arya to kill um, Cersei. I think it's gonna be Jamie. Yeah, it's in the. There's a prophecy. Yeah. I know it's gonna. It's I want probably it to not be Jamie be, so but much. Man, I want to see. Her I think kill it'll him. It'd be really epic her, if her it was kill her. Jamie. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Jamie for sure, especially after that nasty look he gave her at the end of last season. Well, it's her fault that all her all their kids are dead. Well, and he's like, "Hey, bitch! I killed my king to stop him doing 
from what you just fucking yeah, did. Yeah, from what she did. Yeah, and I ruined my name. Yeah, like, he put his name in the dirt, dirt and then yeah. Yeah, she goes out and does it. I gave up. Jamie's a conflicted character, and I think that's going to fuck with him pretty heavy. I fucking, I didn't forget that he's the reason Ned died, motherfucker. See, but he was honorable about it. He just he wanted to sword fight Ned because they had his little brother. I know, I know. And then I watched it, was, it, I read it. And then it was the other other guy that stabbed Ned in the back. It's kind of like Catelyn's fault in, in a roundabout way, too. Well, it's Catelyn, yeah. And then she kind of started everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But then it's also um, Ned's fault for being honorable because he told Stannis. Yeah. He told him, no, I back you as being the true heir. So mm-hmm. that when the younger brother came and he's like, I can have, you know, 200 of my men here to protect you when this goes down. And he's like, no. And then he gets turned on and it's Peter's fault. So it's really just like combined effort of like three different characters Everybody that fucking kill Ned. Fucked him over. Yeah. And then and yeah. then it was obviously Joffrey because he was supposed yeah. to get sent to the wall. Oh, yeah. And Joffrey was like, nah. Wait, okay, think about this. Could, of all the characters that almost went to the wall, the wall would be a pretty fucking safe place. You'd have Ned Stark there. You'd have mm-hmm. um, John, John, obviously. But I mean, no, of all the characters that like say none of them died and they all went to the wall, Tyrion could have gone to the wall. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been a pretty fucking dank place to be. Yeah, like it would have been pretty cool. But uh, Game of Thrones hates us, and I like you know, where Tyrion ended up though. Yeah, he he ended up in yeah, a really dope true. place. Yeah. yeah, that was super unpredictable too. It was like, what's gonna fucking happen to Tyrion? <laughs> and then he just goes over. To a completely different area yeah. of the whole series. That was cool. That I was liked cool. Tyrion a lot too. That was a pretty good scene too when she gives him the hand of the, and when Daenerys gives him the hand of the king. And yeah. you feel the feels. Yeah. Because he's all, like, you can tell how proud he is. Man. Yeah. That shit's awesome too. Yeah, that was cool. But like, okay, so I've read the books and I've seen the movie and this is one, I dare say the only example that I can think of of the TV show being significantly better than the books. I cannot think of another example. Mm-hmm. The Harry Potter books are better than the show. The Hunger Games are, books are better than the movies. Every single books, book slash series that I've seen and read, the books are always better than Game of Thrones. Well, you the, like Game of Thrones better than... I like the Fire show Nights. better than the books. Aren't the books hard to read, though? They're kind of like... They're not like read like or written like a regular book. They're kind of more like a history... Well, so in, in say, the Harry Potter books, there's chapters... Uh, and the Game of Thrones books, um, there's just, it's just point of views. So it doesn't say chapter one, chapter two. It says Bran, and then you get a, a chunk of the story from Bran's perspective, and then Jamie, you get a chunk of the story from Jamie's perspective, or Ned. Huh. So that that's how it's written. I mean, that's the only difference. So there's no real chapters. They all progress from front, you know, forward to back. But yeah, it's just you just get chunks of the story from different characters' perspectives. That's all. I think it's amazing how well they've been able to do this show, given the time span that the show doesn't do. Because in the books, like John's at the wall for ten years. Oh yeah, and Bran's old. He's older and wiser. And but in the show, I mean, they just can't do it. They have to keep doing season after season. They can't do like a ten-year break. Oh no! Mm-hmm. So yeah. like the way they've done it is <laughs> but I think really that's cool. One of the reasons is why they started them all older. In yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, because in the of, books, they were super young. Yeah, instead mm-hmm. of being like 12. When yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they were like, you know, 16. But, yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's a big one. The show has been fantastic. It's the greatest show that I've ever seen. Me too. It's the only show that I've watched 
several seasons three times and a couple of later ones twice, and I'm still willing to go back and watch them, and you still get the feels. Oh, yeah. And when you see those episodes, you're like, ah, oh, I fucking love this episode. <laughs> like, Battle right. of the Bastards, I mean. That is a good episode. That's a fantastic episode. Yeah. It's just, the reason I like Game of Thrones so much better is there's never a boring episode. Like, Run I to I the side, Rickon. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I can't think of a TV show that doesn't have filler episodes besides, like, Game of Thrones. Like The Walking Dead, probably the biggest example. (laughs) Yeah, fifty percent of that show is filler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Game of Thrones is just always something important. Every single episode. Game of Thrones kind of progress. It doesn't treat you like a child. I mean, there's fifteen different stories in one episode. Yeah, yeah. You have to follow a lot of different things in one episode, and then it all comes together in a cool way. But like The Walking Dead, it's like, here's Tara. For an hour and a half. Oh, I hate that episode so much. Worst episode ever put on TV. Yeah, right. I and so, hate and then that. the next episode, here's Rick and Michonne for an hour. And it's like yeah. I don't really want to cut all this shit Dead up anymore. and do it in I a good way. I don't want to watch The Walking Dead either. Yeah, I really like, don't even like it. I, I'm, yeah, I, <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Dude. Yeah, man. Like, I like get every it. time I watch it, I'm like, wow, I could have been watching Game of Thrones again, or yeah, <laughs> playing or, video games, <laughs> yeah. or. Jerking off, fuck. What's one <laughs> wasted of those, an hour of my life. This last season was rough. The, it started so off so bad. fantastic. Yeah, it did. The uh, first episode was amazing. That's what I was going to say. The first episode was good. The rest, subpar. Mm. And anytime Negan was in it, it was cool. Because, like, Negan's I a badass, know. and he has a, you know, he has his own world, and it's a very interesting person. He's a really, like, just the way, especially the way that it's he's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he's an awesome character. But he's in, like... He, he was in episode one, and then he was in, like, episode four for, like, 15 minutes. And, I mean, you need to play then, to your yeah. strengths. <laughs> and, you uh, know, well, and here's the thing. They have... I, I don't I don't know the numbers, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the budget for later seasons of The Walking Dead are have, have got to be close to Game of Thrones. I mean, what kind of budget are they are they, are they playing with? It's a big budget, for like, sure. It's, it's a lot, lot of fucking money, money. Well, especially for what they do. Not a lot of CG, you know... You have to just build build a couple sets, but like nothing like the Game of Thrones. Nothing, no. no, no way do they have the production value, or not the production value, but like the the need for expensive computer animators and things like that, like Game of Thrones does. So yeah, Game of Thrones might be expensive, but I think if you weigh out what you do with the money you have, it's got to be pretty equal. And and the and the Walking Dead is fucking dying. I would say dead, and the Game of Thrones, or I keep saying the Game. I and Game like an of Thrones, I know. To talk about new kids' yeah. TV shows. <laughs> you watching the Game of Thrones? Yeah, the fuck. All right, <laughs> but I mean, I, the Walking Dead sucks, and Game of Thrones is awesome. Maybe that's the point I need to make. But fuck that. That's, dude. that's I mean, really it. That's, that's it. That's the, that's the <laughs> point. It's as simple as that. <laughs> it. I mean, maybe this next season will be better because, the, like, this season was literally all about making the fans wait, which is the worst way to white, write a season. It's classic Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck. It's no. classic Walking Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, the whole season was about making you feel like your characters are being oppressed. But it, they did it in the worst way possible, and that's not even a good way to write. Like, well, and, like, the garbage people. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, everything... <laughs> Where did that come from? Everything is just, like... It's just written so poorly. Oh. And, the, and, and we've talked about it before, like, the episodes in Walking Dead, they're... It's it's whoever designed and wrote the season was awful. Whoever like the people who write the episodes, there's good parts in each episode. You know, conversations yeah, here and there. There's there's interesting conversations and it's nice to see characters bonding and having a hard time, but it's like 
it's, it's so well, far yeah, and the only in reason we think it's good is because we're predisposed to like certain characters. Yeah, we've been watching Rick for fuck, dude, seven or six, five ever, five years, six <sighs> years, six yeah. years, I think. Like right? we're predisposed to like his story, regardless of the shitty writing. I'm really, I'm a lot quicker to write off Rick's mistakes than I am, say, Mich- even Michonne's or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Tara, I don't give Tara an inch. Fuck no. that, bitch. The, the writers, <laughs> the writers are terrible, but the people who write the dialogue, I think, are much better than the writers for the episode. Yeah, yes, and com- if you hold them to the standards of Walking Dead, if you hold them to the standards of Game of Thrones, one hundred percent of that show is garbage. Right. That's that's like all the <laughs> yeah. garbage. That's all the big writers. Yeah, the people because the in, big boys over at HBO in man. Game of Thrones, every episode is written so well, and there's so much in it, and then the dialogue is also fantastic, but in Walking Dead, the episodes are written fucking awful, and the people who are writing yeah. the dialogue have to pick up all the slack, and there's just not enough you can do. In an hour, yeah. you can't write an hour-long beautiful dialogue. You can get moments. Well, I think you can. That's the thing. They well, No, can't. You, you can. They can. You can, but you can't. It can't be two characters the entire episode. It yeah, can't, that's, be, can't yes. be one Tara yes. the entire episode. It has to be you know, 15 minutes of terror, 15 minutes of Rick and Michonne, 15 minutes of something else. Sprinkled in on yeah. those couple scenes. Like the Game of the Thrones. The story. I mean, yeah. Game of Thrones, you're never with... It's rare you're with a character for the entire episode. And, and well, yeah, well, it's not hard to make dialogue interesting in Game of Thrones. Like, every scene makes me feel like I'm getting smarter. Just yeah. fucking listening to Tyrion yeah. talk. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I am much more intelligent after having watched that scene. Take but in notes. Walking Dead, there's not enough, like, intricate politics going on. It's just, like, zombies and these people are mad at us. There's yeah, not a lot of interesting shit well, to talk about other than, like, I like you, you're my brother. And it gets well, it, fucking old. It really does. Yeah. It really, yeah. <laughs> the stupid thing with... It loses its weight. Walking Dead is what they did through... I can't remember if it's one through four, one through three, or something like that, but those episodes, like those seasons were great. And the, the thing was is they transitioned it from fear of the, walk, of the Walking Dead. You know, you're scared of the zombies, and then they get to be badasses, and you're like, God, these guys are awesome. And then and you realize adapt. the real threat is bad people. Mm-hmm. And so you have the governor and all that, and you're, like, terrified because the bad people are scary. And then, you know, they kind of lose their home, and they're off wandering around, and it's kind of interesting because everybody's separated and this and that. So the walkers kind of play more of a threat. But then they find a home where they you're not afraid of the zombies anymore, and then Negan happens, and then, I don't know, they just try and play it like... They, they go back, and they're like, oh, fear the zombies. Yeah, they regress. And it's, you're like, at this point, you're like, these guys are badasses. Each one of them can take on 50 zombies at a time and not die. Well, and I, most of them could take on five or six people. Yeah. Like, these are fucking <laughs> cold-blooded yeah. killers at this point, man. So, yeah, they I'm make you... I'm not buying that they lay over like they Yeah, do. they make you afraid of zombies, and then they, they turn it to the bad people, you know, the governor and that, and that's really cool. And then they try and change it back to being afraid of the walkers. And then it, it's just like, that doesn't work. You can't go back. You can't have badasses go back to being idiots, not taking on... Yeah. And then and then the whole delay this season. I mean, it was the whole entire season of just being afraid. And it's like, that's not how this works. Yeah. You can't take characters that are awesome and throw them back and be like, now fear everything. Yeah. And show episodes where they're afraid of zombies. I mean, the episodes were interesting when it was like a whole horde, you know, because that's kind of scary. There's... Is a massive horde. They oh, could yeah, take a lot down, cool. but when it's you know four people walking down the road and there's like fifty walkers, it's like no, I'm not buying that. All they have to do is turn around, pull out their machete, and they win. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just say this: the reason we all get super upset about this is because we watched The Walking Dead from 
episode one, season one. We were real fans. And mm. as fans, I feel like I'm, we all think like they let us down. Like that's why I think it hits home for me is because like I was all in. I could not wait for your show to come on TV and you fucked me. Yeah. And so fuck you now. That's why I think we get so mad about well, this. Well, it was such a good thing too. Like they were, you know, one through four were great and they started slipping, you know, like, or maybe it was four, like the second half of four to five, it was slipping. It was not good. The bad people weren't scary. The zombies weren't scary. It was just boring episode to episode. And then, then they show that Negan's coming. And it's just like that anticipation and the amazingness. You're like, oh, I can't fucking wait. Yeah. And then they have Negan in the first episode. It's fantastic. And then the entire season, you're just waiting for something. Yeah. And I get that they're trying to make you feel like... Because in the comics, they're suppressed by him for a while. Long time. Yeah. And I understand Long that you want to pay tribute to the comics, but it's not a comic. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, a, it's different. A comic is 30 pages. Yeah. And you can put two or three comics out and have it be really interesting. And that's 90 pages total. And it could span five fucking years. Yeah. But in the show, you can't do that. No. If you want to do that, show a year gap and be like, this happens episode one. And then be like, next episode, two years later, you know, and show Rick just distraught and fucked and everybody is just destroyed. Have Maggie already had her kid and then start playing into it. Don't, don't do this whole, what is it, 18 episodes now? Yeah. 18 episodes of just nothing. And you look at Game of Thrones, they have 10 episodes, and there's never a dull moment. And even when it's politics, which is generally fucking boring in a you show like it. that, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there's... And you know I, why? Because you get like five minutes of it, and then you go see some naked girls or someone fucking somebody up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like they, they, they reward you for sitting through the politics, but the politics isn't boring. You're right. Like, that, Dude, everything in, that's about like that part show. of the reason I like the show. Yeah, like Tyrion literally like when Tyrion's hand of the king, yeah, that's like the greatest fucking season. That's for a great Tyrion, season, in my opinion. Oh yeah, there's so much cool shit going on. Yeah, well, that was season six, right? Mm, I think it was before that. It was yeah, like it was like four, four or five. Oh, oh, when oh, I think it was when he was handed. No, no, when, hand when, of the when king, he was he's like that King's was Landing, two. hand of the king. It was two. Wasn't yeah, it was. I don't know. It was pretty it was early. early. Yeah. All I know is pretty early. On. Yeah, when he's playing those politic games and yeah, it's super awesome. Like, it's really intricate and interesting. Even though it's like kind of perceived to be boring, yeah, like you would think it'd be boring. Well, all right. So The Walking Dead is dead. Yeah, fuck them. But did you ever play The Witcher, Zach? No, Colton I did. The third Colton, one. You liked it, right? Yeah, The Witcher's fucking awesome, dude. It's one of the it's one of the greatest RPG series I think probably of to all look time. Like him with your new hair. Yeah, I dyed my hair like a silvery gray. You look like the Witcher. I'm the Witcher. I'm a Witcher now. Yeah, no, Geralt's a cool character, and I didn't. I still haven't really beat the third one, which kind of sucks. But it's definitely like a really fantastic game. The Hunt or the Wild Hunt? Yeah, the Wild Hunt. The Wild Hunt. Mm -hmm. I have like 30 minutes played of that game. It's kind of hard. It is really hard, but it's a very unique third-person. It's kind of rewarding, you know. Same as like Dark Souls, except there's a lot more story and stuff going on in The Witcher. I feel like Dark Souls is just kind of like you find your own way. But The Witcher is like, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. It's actual story. So, well, Netflix announced that it's going to be a show. TV show. The Witcher. The Witcher. Do you know, like, details? Because I just barely heard of this. Uh, it just barely got announced. Just an announcement? Um, they're going to do it. Uh, did you know that it was books? The Witcher? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, made a, they made a movie about I didn't know it? They made it's a not movie. called The Witcher. It's... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, they made, like, an older movie about these books... And the books 
and the show are were inspired. The game is based off of the books, the books. and right. the movie that they made. Mm-hmm. And now they're turning because it wasn't very popular when they came out. I mean, it was it had its own like you know sub genre sure of fans, like a cult following cult following. But then The Witcher came out the game and now it's huge. And now they're making it into. I love that they're not doing a movie. I love that they're gonna do a TV show. That's the thing now, yeah. dude. That's what's in. I'm super. Yeah, yeah, I'm in, man. I want. To, I just. Yeah, I don't know much about the story. I don't know about any of the characters really. I just know that it's awesome. That yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know enough about it really either, which kind of sucks. But it's it's definitely really fucking interesting. Yeah, I mean, and I love the. I love that they're taking shots on making games into movies or TV shows, which has not been successful mm-hmm. yet. I think. Ever, it's uh, Assassin's Creed flopped. Um, the biggest ones were Tomb Raider. Tomb Raiders. I think what it is is games have enough depth to keep the gameplay interesting and stuff, and like a little bit of story, but it's not like a full fledged like series type. It's hard, yeah, to most of the time. Like when they try to make a Doom movie. Yeah, boy, that was bad. It's hard to. Uh, <laughs> that <was> bad. <laughs> it's hard to two dimension a three dimension character in game. Well, I don't... Yeah, you're right, definitely. Think it's about it. I mean, easy, the games I, are built for you to play and enjoy for hours, and then they try and take it to a movie, which just makes it two-dimensional, because you don't have any control. You're just watching, and it, it, it's just really hard. But most games now are 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 smart in that they have to have a story. And yeah. just don't maybe take from the gameplay, or, or you know what you're talking about, take from the story, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the Assassin's Creed, I feel like, should have been a fucking... A fucking monster of a movie, man. Because there's so much depth. I mean, it's about the Spanish Inquisition, man. Yeah, that'd so be just cool. Make a movie about the Spanish Inquisition. That one was the execution. And yeah, just, I didn't. I know I, I talk big. I didn't even see it. I just saw the uh, world was, hate it. It was the execution of it. Like it had good moments. It had good actors. It had, in, you know, and it, obviously that's an interesting story. You know, I don't think the games have been interesting in a long time because it's the same fucking thing over and over. Um. But it had an interesting story, obviously, and it was the execution. It's the thing where, obviously, there's an animus, and right. you put it in out, you go back in time, but in the in the fight scenes back in time in the Spanish Inquisition, doesn't matter if it's the first one, which is 20 minutes in or whatever, or the last fight that happens, you're never completely there, because in the middle of the fight, it goes back to him in the animus. Oh. You're yeah, never fully there. You're never invested, because the whole movie, they continue showing you that you're not there. They keep pulling you out of it. And it's... You're, you're making this movie for people who have been playing the games for years. Yeah. They understand that you're not there. You don't have to keep reminding don't them. Don't keep reminding <laughs> them. Get them involved in the world. You don't want to see, even in the games, I hated going back to Me in too. the Animus. I was like, yep. this is the fucking worst part. <laughs> yeah. I had to struggle through those parts just to get back into the Animus. Yeah. So it's just stupid. It, uh, it just have him show him going into the Animus. The first fight, show that he's in the Animus. And then from that point on, don't come out of the fucking past... Unless it's for a story yeah, point. Until, unless you're moving the story forward. So I move agree. the story forward in the past and then be like, okay, this is over. Now we're going to move the story forward here. Don't jump cut it and be like, hey, now I have future past, future past, future past. That could get annoying. I think it would be cooler too because it would be like a shock back to reality. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. This isn't real. 
Yeah, because yeah. that's how it was in Assassin's Creed. You got so into it, and then it was like, yeah. boom. It's like, you're like, yeah. Whoa. It's like three hours into the game when you're here the whole time, and then all of a sudden it's like, you wake up, and oh, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, I am fuck. a fucking yeah. short-haired dude living yeah. in the 22nd century. <laughs> wearing a white hoodie. Yeah, wearing a white hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not this badass assassin, yeah. But yeah. I... Okay, I personally, obviously, I have a strong bias, but I feel like the World of Warcraft movie did well. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Well, it's because they did exactly what I was saying, cater to your audience. Well, yeah, and they followed the lore. Yeah. To a T. Follow what you Very have good. laid out and make it interesting. Like, yeah, I don't play the WoW games. I thought that game, or I thought the movie was good. I obviously didn't understand it was a entertaining. lot of it. Yeah, I didn't understand much of what was going did on because I don't know the lore. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. But it was... Yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, this is interesting, because now I can kind of talk to you about it. Yeah. Instead of it being, like, holding my hand the whole way and being this stupid movie. Or, yeah. I thought it was good. I did well, too. As, as video game movies go, it did yeah. really well. Which I just, I don't know how much it costs to make it. I, I hope they make another one. I hope they keep, I, I want to see Arthas, man. I want to see him get to that, um, the Lich King story arc in the World of Warcraft universe. So I hope it did, I don't know how much it costs and how well it did money-wise, but I hope they make another one. They're making another Assassin's Creed game. Of course well, they yeah. are. Yay. Aren't they due? That Didn't they come out with one six months yet. ago? No, they've actually waited, so it's pretty interesting. Because <laughs> well, it hasn't been two this year yet, so. Yeah. Well, it's going to be like Egypt, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, I, is just, it? I saw sure. the, I don't know anything about I it. I saw a teaser for a I, teaser. I think that's the rumor, <laughs> is that it's going to be Egypt. Which I, I guess could be pretty cool, but I don't fuck. I, I don't saw know. a teaser that was like, tune in on June. Was that month we were in? June? Yeah, uh, about to be. Yeah, tune in on June 5th to see the reveal. And I was like, how about no? Because I haven't cared since <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, I thought 3 was pretty good. 3 is in Brotherhood or 3 is in 3? Yeah. 3 is in 3. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I played like 2 hours of it and I was like, wow, it's the same thing except for there's guns and now I can't win a fight. Now I'm in trees and there's no <laughs> yeah, buildings. If they're one of those uh, fighting squads got you oh you're fucked you're fucked <laughs> it's like first line would shoot and then like you stumble you know and then by the time you recover the second line shoots you and then fuck you you're dead <laughs> yeah uh, the introduce the uh, introduction of guns was idiotic because think about it there's so much history well they had guns yeah. in in like revelations and it was done better it's yeah, just, was, there was a lot of fucking guns. But then they kept pushing it. All of a sudden, there was people... Like, you try and get away. You just assassinated someone. You try and get away. You get onto a roof. And there's, like, every third house, there's a guy up there with a gun. And he's like, hey! Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. They pushed it too far. And, I mean, you think about it. What We're in year 2017. And you can go back Last in... I checked. Go back in the past however many years you want. There's so many historical things you could do before guns yeah there's so many they just force it so far i mean there's like here's this and then 200 years in the future here's this and then 200 years in the future and it's like fuck just stick around for a minute well to give credit to them assassin's creed one was fucking awful well like, the first half of the game was super fun but then once you learned that the second half of the game was exactly the same as the first half i was <laughs> yeah. like fuck this That's but true. then like to, to their credit, the second one was amazing. Yeah, the but second the first, one was the best. Yeah. The first one was extremely innovative. That's why it was so amazing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because like the first half of the game, you're super invested. And, well, it's yeah. just like a cool idea. To me, like blending was, it with the crowd and shit was yeah. really cool. Yeah. The way, they, the way they played that game was like... And the thing that I really liked about that game is... Maybe that it was either that one or the second one. When you were in a sword fight, you taking damage, you weren't getting hit... You were just missing your block. So he would still block it, but you weren't still the one who blocked it. 
You know what I mean? So it wasn't like you were getting cut oh, a thousand times yeah. to death. He would still block it, but you were taking damage because you were fucking up. Mm. I thought that was interesting, because if you play, like, the old Star Wars game that I had, that was like a sword fighting game of Star Wars, the third one. You get hit with a lightsaber. Oh, yeah, you get hit with a lightsaber, like, 15,000 <laughs> times before you die, and it was like, I don't think I you don't, would survive I'm this. I'm not buying <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, well, um, this is this is, this is is super interesting, and I am I want to be excited about this game. I really do. It's called Hell Let Loose. You guys heard anything about that? Nope. Okay. It's battle on a new scale. This is I'm on their website. It's a it's a platoon based realistic multiplayer first person shooter for the PC set during the Second World War. 100 players per game, 50 per team. Uh, there's new mechanics. Says capture sectors and resources to beat your enemy into submission. That doesn't sound like a new mechanic to me. Uh. So like Arma, but not as real. A modern engine developed for Unreal Engine Four. That's that's really good. But I don't know. It gave me like Call of Duty World at War, which is like the last one that we. I mean, the one we like the most. Yeah, World at War, World War Two. Yeah. But I mean, just like there was a little bit of gameplay on it, but nothing real. I mean, it's still an alpha, but. I don't know, man. Like, I think that this could be fun. I feel like it could be. Sure. Well, if you look at, like, the armors and stuff, they were popular. Armor's, like, so real, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Like, that game was, like, the biggest learning curve ever. <laughs> you just to get the controls down. But, yeah. That sounds kind of similar. Like, they're going for, like, super real. Super realistic. Super huge. large. Yeah. And I they, they raised, over, like, almost a million dollars on GoFundMe. Wow. Or whatever it is. Something, something like that. Some, some some kind of GoFundMe. Yeah, they made almost a million dollars. Our goal was seven hundred fifty thousand. So like, there's real money that went into this game. Right. That that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm not close to the idea yet. Yeah, sure. Keep like, an open mind. Be cool. Could well, be cool. Could be shit. It's we good to know. hear that smaller companies are out there doing things like that because obviously we got a World War One game with Battlefield, and then Call of Duty is finally going back to World War Two. but yeah. Call of Duty at this point is the, so... It's like you could go back and play World at War, World at War, and you could compare it to World War Two that Call of Duty is doing now, and honestly, the only difference is probably going to be fucking the graphics. Yeah, graphics. Other than that, there's been no huge advancements in their mechanics, yeah. which is super stupid. Yep. Well, it's but, yeah, it's it's cool to see smaller companies and then they're crowdfunded too, which means normally they're trying to build a game that cre- pleases the people who help pay for it, not sure, yeah, not just making a game that's going to be like buy this sixty dollar game and play our game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, like and in this game, I think they're yeah they're definitely going for the realistic vibe, but they have realistic vehicles, is what they say. So like one person could be like dropping off supplies. I don't, I don't think you have like the battlefield classes, you know, like one person can drop ammo. I think somebody has to get in a fucking truck, drive <laughs> to you, drop some shit off for you. Right. Um, that's tough when it gets that real. Yeah. That's so like, it, I think if there's enough people that are doing it, it could be good. As long as it's uh-huh. not Daisy. Huh. You've been at war for 15 minutes. You're about to starve. You need to eat a <laughs> need to eat a six course meal, and uh, it's chilly outside. Uh, you're freezing. Get to somewhere. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. 
This you, is bad. You haven't had water in about five minutes. Get water, you're dead. You're dead. I don't know how people play that game. Do people like <laughs> fucking love it? Into yeah, it. it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You have to eat like every fifteen minutes, yeah. and I'm like, in real life, you don't have to eat that much. Like, I've gone eat. longer than a day <laughs> without eating. <laughs> this is a video game, and it's more food than I need in real life. Yeah, that's true. Like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. I hate. And they, it doesn't game. even like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even have anything to do with the in-game time that they create. Like. You yeah. can watch the clock in the top right go down, and you're like, okay, I started this game at noon. At 2, your guy's like, man, I need water and yeah. food now. <laughs> yeah. right or now. you're literally going to drop dead. And I've worked construction for like seven years now, okay? I've gone to work <laughs> before in the blazing heat of 105 degrees. I've gone to work without bringing my winter gear and worked in the winter, okay? These are two scenarios that aren't even in this game. One, in the summer, I do drink a shitload of water when it's 102 degrees, yes. As much as I can, I'm sitting there chugging water. But if I went longer than two hours without drinking water, and I didn't dehydrate and die. <laughs> you didn't fall over no, dead. No, obviously in 102 degrees and you're working your ass off, yes, you need water. But in that game, it's like 78 degrees, okay? And then the opposite of that is I've forgotten winter clothes and gone to work in the winter and I've worked in negative degrees yeah. with a fucking one coat that I leave in the work truck and one pair of cubbies, and I'm fine. Yeah. And it rains, it snows. I've gone to work when it's rained and not brought my rain gear. I'm not like out there like, it's so cold, <laughs> the rain, yeah. I'm going to die. I'm dead. Well, it gets cold, but no, you don't die. And it's, no. It's just, I feel like, yeah, they were trying to go for the realistic feel. And they just swung the pendulum way too far yeah. to one side. Like, yeah, it's just fucking. I've dumb. gone, it's, it's I've dumb. gone to work for more than twelve hours and not eaten during those twelve hours and survived. Yeah, easily. You're fine. That game, it's like five hours you haven't eaten. You better eat, otherwise, oh wait, you're dead. Now you're starving. Oh, you can't move very fast. Now you're dead. Well, and I think more unrealistic than that is a, it drizzles and you're fucking, you're fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead. I, fucking. Fucking sprinkling outside and you're dead. Especially if you're in a situation like that. Like, you have adrenaline going, <laughs> you're running, yeah. you gotta fight things, you're not gonna be cold. Yeah, you're not I've, gonna be cold at I've all. I've worked in the winter and I've taken off all my winter gear because working makes you're digging you fucking a hole in hot. The ground. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's, yeah, that game. Just, I bought that game and I was like, this is cool for like two seconds and I was like, this game sucks. So glad. Yeah, I watched you guys play it because I was thinking about buying it. It's still on my wish list on Steam because I just never took it off. <laughs> yeah. But like, so I get like emails every once in a while. Like, one of your games in your wish list is on sale and it's Daisy for like 5% off. Fuck you. I gotta take that off. And I'm pretty sure it's still in alpha, isn't it? I don't know. Never been taken out of alpha. Access. Jesus Christ. Yeah, probably. Probably because it's not doing well. It, maybe maybe it made it into beta by now. Dude, early access is like a guaranteed your game is fucking garbage. Because it's always like a survival sim. And they're yeah. always trash. The only early access game I've ever seen is this recent Dead Cells game. Which is totally different than anything that's normally early access. And that game's fucking excellent. That's the Dead only Souls? one I've that ever the, seen. That the Dark Souls? No. that's No, that's... Well, it kind of... Well, Dead Cells is like a, a Castlevania type side scroller dungeon oh. crawler type game. Alright. And like you go through different levels and kill enemies and then you collect cells that you have to spend in between levels, but if you die you drop all your cells. So but cells can give you cool shit like health potions and huh. shit that you keep throughout every playthrough. Is that multiplayer? Nope. Okay. But it's early that's access. Why, that's why we haven't talked about yeah, it. Okay, yet. I was like, okay. 
But it's early access, so who fucking knows? Maybe they'll get that hint. No, I don't too. know. Yeah, I feel like that'd be hard to implement. But still, that's a fucking great game. Early access is generally one of those things where you're like, nah, no. Nice try. You want me to pay half the price of a full game to try your shitty game? I don't think so. Nope. Yeah, I think there's exceptions you can find, but yeah, there's some where it's just like, that's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, most of the time it is if it's, worth it. If it's comparable to DayZ, I'll never buy it. DayZ yep. has ruined that genre for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's... the reason I didn't buy H1Z1. It's the reason I probably won't buy fucking Battlegrounds is because I just get that vibe. Yeah. And it's not even similar. I just get that vibe and I'm like, fuck you. Because I put like 20 hours in that game. I never made it past like, I found a gun once <laughs> and it was so stupid. And don't they like things they break and you have to repair them? Oh. I, ju- I once jumped off like a 15 foot building and my leg broke and I had to like crawl and be like, kill me. <laughs> Somebody killed really? me. Really? Yeah. There's no suicide button? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck that game. All right. Hold on. All right. Lastly, um, did you guys see the new Far Cry? Yeah. Yep. Outlast you did because I made you watch it before we recorded the podcast. So <laughs> yeah. That was a dumb question. But uh, did you guys play? You guys played four, didn't you? No, I never played. F- I played three and oh, I really three. loved it, but yeah. I never was played the four. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. played three, which the third one set up was so funny. Remember that you're like on a... You're on a vacation with your brother, and your brother's a marine. Yeah. And then your brother dies, and you get you get to play as the guy who's not a marine, and yet he's like this badass with guns and stuff. I was like, <laughs> well, hey, yeah, it's a game. It. it was a fun game. Though. It's cool though. You like kind of learn to to do shit in a way. It's really fucking quick how you learn how to survive. But yeah, yeah that game was a lot of fun. Cool skill tree and cool surroundings, and like you could choose to do stealth or that kind of stuff. It's a fun game. Yeah, I didn't play four. I didn't. Find four well, wasn't four the first one that went multiplayer? Wasn't that? Kind yeah, of? that was okay. co-op. So I hope, I hope this it was in one. like the That's jungle with elephants and yeah. stuff like that. I didn't play any of them. Wow. That's that being said, this next one looks really cool. It's like some crazy religious cult in Montana taking over a town or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't know. It could be interesting. It looks different, like super different. Different. Yeah, that's like what Far I think Cry. makes it look more interesting. Normally, they're in a place where. I don't know, like, you have to be afraid of all the wild animals. Like, watch yeah, out like, for the tigers! You would fight fucking tigers in Far Cry 3. Like, yeah. they'd just come out of the fucking and bushes. Sharks. And you'd be like, holy Christ, that's a fucking tiger. Yeah, you have to swim to, like, a boat, and then there'd be a shark. So you have to hurry and, like, stab the shit out of the shark just yeah. trying to kill you. Huh. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, dude. Well, religious nuts can be just as dangerous as tigers. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I like fighting tigers, though. I hope they have something in there. What's going to well, be Montana. in Montana? I bet so. you find lions and... Uh, I don't know about lions. Lions, lions. lions. Did I, did in I Montana. Lion. I meant like a mountain. Oh yeah, you lions. Can find oh, like, that. like that's yeah, that's okay. what I said. I'm not, I was like, where did you get lions? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite that dumb. You can find <laughs> the bears, you see mountain goats, goats and shit out there in Montana. Yeah, yeah. some fucking wild shit. Yeah, I was, <laughs> when I was in Cyclops. <laughs> when I was in Montana, there was stuff like there's black bears, brown bears, mountain goats. So yeah, there's probably gonna be wild yeah, animals you have to watch out for. Yeah. You to fight. Sure, yeah, that'd be cool. But I don't know. I've seen that trailer. I think it looks interesting. I'll have to see a lot more before I buy it. Yeah, a lot more. A lot like more. like uh, beta. I hope they have a beta. I remember the trailer for Far Cry Four, and I was like, that looks really cool. And then I remember something came out, or maybe it came out, and people compared what the trailer was supposed to be to gameplay. To gameplay, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, that bad. Put my wallet That's away. Bad. Put my wallet away. <laughs> That's no. what Ubisoft does, man. I remember it was bad on that game. Like it was bad enough to where I looked at it and I was like, holy fuck, I'm not buying that game, dude. They're all like that. Uh, that's how f- um, 
Primal. Far Cry Primal. Yeah. That's oh, so I I I, I bought that game. So that's the oh, you did that, which was a huge letdown. Like that I, was a totally different game. Yeah, it was Cry, it was totally different. It didn't really have. It really didn't look like Far didn't Cry. Didn't look like a lot of depth to me. It, it was a little, a little boring. It was a lot of re- repetitive kind of mm. RPG style quests and wasn't uh, really yeah. interested. And the crafting was incredibly difficult and time consuming. And so I mean yeah, that was dumb. I have a couple hours in that game, and I was like, nah, not for me. But it was. It could barely be considered a Far Cry. That's why I'm still kind of open-minded about this new one. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt about Primal. Yeah. Like, that doesn't even look like a Far Cry. Yeah. Why would I buy it? Well, I bought it because it didn't because it didn't look like a Far Cry. I mean, and they advertised it pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's like, what Ubisoft a, is good at advertising. You're a fucking caveman, dude. And, like, you build your own bow. And, you know, you can hunt animals, tame animals to, like, fight with you. Like, it, it, it was a cool concept, but it just didn't land. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, Ubisoft is really good at advertising, and they're really good at showing a gameplay that looks fantastic <laughs> and then doesn't look fantastic. Yeah, but then they have some winners to come out. I mean, I still play Rainbow Siege. Six Siege. I think Wildlands held up to what it was. I mean, not not like picture to picture, but it held up to the point where when you playing it, you weren't like they advertised something completely yeah, I different. Because yeah. I mean, I remember watching Twitch and stuff, and people were like, "Playing this on Ultra, it looks really, really good." Yeah. That was one of the Ubisoft games where it wasn't like a huge letdown, but I didn't buy it because the gameplay was a huge letdown. The, the, game, so, the actual yeah, think, game was a letdown. I'd rather have the graphics be a letdown <laughs> rather than the gameplay. So, yeah. well, me and Col- we learned our lesson, Colton. Yep. Yeah. Sixty dollars later. Sixty dollars later. Fucking. Yeah. Didn't even play it. I think For Honor that was a Ubisoft game. That right? Yes. Yeah. Ubisoft yeah, Montreal, but, the same people that yeah, did Siege. Yeah. I'm pretty I think sure. that game held up to graphically what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Gameplay too, but it's easy too because it's not like sixty on sixty or it's a very a huge map. Game. It's, yeah, it's a map that's like the size of a house and yeah, it's not very four people in it. So yeah, be a big Depending house. On your game mode, be a big house actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, talking like the one v ones. The one v ones you could play in a living room. You know, yeah, comparable. Yeah, but there's still the whole map though. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're playing like Dominion four v four. Yeah. But still, uh, that that game wasn't big. for me. I like it. Didn't like it. Most people Didn't fucking like hated it. it, to be honest. Most people what? I still get comments like, people still play this game? And I'm like, oh, you're clever. I got 100,000 views, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Apparently 100,000 people fucking play it. I Watch your mouth, bitch. People are funny. You kind of kickstarted your uh, YouTube career, didn't oh, you? Oh, 180% kickstarted my YouTube. Yeah? Yeah, For Honor made me. Yeah. It's not going to be me, though, but it made me. Yeah. Oh. I, I can already see the comments when I start drifting away from it yeah. how can you abandon for honor because it's fucking boring because it's a video game man there's a shelf life yeah there's a shelf life and i fucking annihilated that game yeah i have like a 200 hours and i don't even enjoy playing it hardly <laughs> anymore i did like i wouldn't have fucking done it if i didn't like the game but fuck me man it gets a little dull well now now you have you know fans people who enjoy your content yeah your i have a lot style of, of content a lot of people that like my humor more than the game i'll follow you wherever you go so yeah i'm well, right now it's kind of a waiting period because the next thing that really comes out is shadow of war yeah and then absolver destiny sitting pretty yeah but destiny is way after September. i can't wait oh yeah it's good we're kind of in like one of those periods where it's just kind of waiting for the next big as game soon as as soon as august hits it'll be super golden but, oh that's how it always is the end yeah. of the year is always when like 
yeah. too many games come August, out to purchase. August to January. Yep. Yeah. 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 Fucking like get a well, check from YouTube and spend it all on like three games. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? It's August. It's like August to November because between there you have normally that's normally Battlefield comes out in September yeah. or November and uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty always comes out in November and then that yeah so a lot of games always come out at that time because yeah this that's when you're spending time indoors. Yeah. This year's gonna be good for sure. Well, well, a lot to talk about in those months. Oh fuck yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have dedicated episodes for sure. Yeah, for mm-hmm. some of these games, and we're gonna do a live stream first impression of Destiny. We're gonna play it all night. We'll take off work. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Hano percent. <laughs> all right. Well, let's end on that. Let us know what you think. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns. Death threats, ransom notes. Remember to send them to I'm with the outcrowd at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, tweet us at the outcrowd pod on Twitter. Uh, search the outcrowd podcast on YouTube if you still do that. And just remember, our opinions don't matter. So why the fuck should yours? See ya. Bye. Bye.